T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Your official station to talk jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. to rock here on a Friday night. Keith McPherson checking in to end the week. KM to 2 a.m. Let's talk about, you guessed it, the sports. (laughs) I mean, the lead story tonight is the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, that's been the lead story all week. But the Nets win. Nets world, Nets fans, it's okay. That win was right on time. Knicks fans, that's a game that the Knicks usually lose. Congratulations. These Knicks are different. They do have a point guard and a couple other guys. Did you see Cashman and Boone's press conference? I didn't. I gave it 15 minutes and I was over it. But, of course, I have some thoughts and some things I want to say. I haven't been able to speak on it yet, man. It's also Football Friday. The Giants are on a bye, but the Jets have to face the Bills. Oh, no. (laughs) Keith McPherson on the fan checking in, man. I'm shot out. I I had one of those naps that uh, went longer than my alarm was set for. I had blood work done today, so I just was, like, tired and took a nap and slept through the alarm. But I made it here. I'm here. There's construction outside, nowhere to park, but I'm here. I'm here. You're probably hearing my voice. I feel like I just was asleep. No, I got up. I got up in time. I went to sleep and tried to nap before the NBA game started. Once the workday was over, tried to sneak in a little nap before the NBA game started. And I was able to watch both games. I was able to keep an eye on both the Brooklyn Nets and the New York Knicks. The New York Knicks facing the 76ers without Joel Embiid, without James Harden. Friday night Knicks, baby. Without Harden and Embiid on the floor, that's a game the Knicks are supposed to win. But that type of game, as I was watching it, I'm thinking that's a game that the Knicks would lose. If they are still the Knicks from last year and some of these Knicks teams of the past, they're not. They're a little different. Now, I know they had a little skid. They lost three games in a row. I know people were looking at them like, oh, maybe they are the same old Knicks, especially after the Hawks loss at the Garden. That's tough. That was uh, 
Slightly embarrassing, dare I say. But way to bounce back on the road in Philly against a Philly team that doesn't have Joel Embiid, doesn't have James Harden, and doesn't you know, look like they're going to win the World Series. So good job, New York. Good job, New York Knicks. And then Brooklyn. Brooklyn Nets fans, you did nothing wrong. You did nothing wrong. You might have said some things wrong this week. Someone might have said something wrong to you. You know, you got to be able to forgive people. You got to be able to move forward and get back to basketball. That's all I wanted was for the Nets to get back on the court, on the floor, back to basketball. And they did. No Steve Nash, no Ben Simmons, no Seth Curry, and absolutely no anti-Semitism. I watched the game on League Pass, and I watched NBC's coverage from NBC Sports Washington, D.C. Because I just wanted them to stick to basketball, get to the basketball. There's a fresh game on, and there's a bunch of guys out there that want to get to the basketball, and they did. They handed them the largest L. I think I heard Capper and Carino say this. That's the largest L that the Wizards have ever taken at home. Sheesh. The Brooklyn Nets beat the Wizards 128 to to 86 tonight, and I don't think anybody saw it coming. People out in Vegas, I don't even know what the spread was. I wasn't checking it, but maybe somebody will tell me. I don't think that's a game that they were thinking the Nets were going to win. I mean, the Wizards are a team they should beat too, similar how I was just saying the Knicks should beat the 76ers without their two superstars. They did 106-104. They held them off. But for the Nets, right, they're facing Bradley Beal, Kyle Kuzma, Chris Stapps, Porzingis. I know some people are like, <laughs> Kyle Kuzma, Chris Stapps, Porzingis. There's some guys over there that could hoop. Oh, my. Kevin Durant on Gifford. That the mm, Went home and caught a body. Back in D.C., Kevin Durant reminds everybody where he's from. A lot of fanfare out there for him. And he's the guy that just wants to stick strictly to basketball and get back to basketball, and he did that tonight, and it was good to see. It was good to see the young guys get a chance to play. It was good to just see other guys in the, in the Nets uniform get to play. And it's the second time they're wearing those new uniforms, and they're, they're icy. They're cold. I like them a lot. Just probably not going to get one because you can't trust these guys on the team. <laughs> you don't know who's going to be here or who's going to do something or who's going to get traded or what. But, yeah, KD goes out and almost has a 30-point triple-double, 28 points, 11 assists, 9 rebounds, filled it up. And had a highlight that will be on SportsCenter Top 10 tonight. A highlight that Nets fans needed. A game that I feel like Nets fans needed. Guys rising up. The rise of Utah. Utah Watanabe. What a gift. This guy has been solid when he's been called upon. And I think as he grows with this team, as he does more with this team, he will have a larger role. I remember going to media day and the Japanese media wanted to interview me on what I thought his chances were, and I didn't think his chances were to get on the court and play this much and make an impact this fast. So if any of them are listening, let's redo that interview. (laughs) Shout-out to Utah. Shout-out to Royce O'Neal. That's an NBA player on the floor. Nick Claxton. Edmund Sumner stepping up at point guard, getting the start. Cam Thomas, who was just saying free Cam Thomas, dropped 17 points. Good for the Nets, and I want Nets fans to call up tonight. And, uh... Enjoy the fact that your team got a win and that you were able to get back to basketball. Knicks fans, call me up and tell me how you feel about Jalen Brunson. Big shot, Obi. I'm watching those last possessions. Big shot, Obi. 
Then you got Jalen following up, and it's like, okay, you feel differently about these guys by how they handle adversity, how they step up in big moments. I mean, that game, in the beginning of, the, of, the, of that game, the Knicks got into foul trouble. They were turning the ball over. I think they had 14 first-half turnovers. It, it wasn't looking good. That's what I'm saying. That's a game that they lose in the past. Mitchell Robinson was hurt. He was limping, and even in, in that third quarter, in that third quarter, the Knicks let them hang around. It was, like, stagnant. The game got stale. Nobody was really doing anything. The Knicks weren't pulling away, and the Sixers weren't able to pull up until later in the third, and they let him get it going, going into the fourth. And then th- that quarter ends with the 76ers outscoring the Knicks 30-16. to 16. So th- you're thinking right there, oh, this is the type of game they're going to lose. But, no, they came out in the fourth. They fought hard. Knicks fans, tell me how you feel. You're back to 500. You're 4-4. Four and four. Nets fans, I know there's a ton of talk. I know there's a ton of things going on. But for tonight, you can put that to the side, get back to basketball. The Nets are 6-3 and three with Jacques Vaughn at the helm. The first, of a, first half of a back-to-back, they'll be back on the court tonight against the Hornets. It's good to just get back to basketball. It's good to get back to sports. And now let's get back to baseball before I have to take a break. I, I don't I don't think there was one time that you ever told like let me see, see how I want to phrase it. I don't think there was ever time that I told you that something was gonna change with the Yankees or like to expect something different out of Brian Cashman or Aaron Boone. I, like they stick to the script. They're on brand as ever. Uh, today I was talking to somebody in a, in a text. I said more BS from the BX. <laughs> I was like, they don't realize the New York Yankees are in a drought. They don't realize today was 13 years since the last World Series exactly. And fans are looking at themselves like me, and I'm thinking about how far I've come and how much my life has changed and where I was November 4, 2009, when they did win that World Series, how good that felt, and how much I took it for granted. <laughs> how much I assumed that the New York Yankees would get back to a World Series. Why? Because they're the New York Yankees, okay? For them to get on the podium and tell you that 99 wins is a success and that going from being bounced in the wild card to making it to the ALCS but getting swept is a success. For them to try and downplay things that came out like the 2004 Red Sox clips being used with the team. To stop it. To defend IKF and Josh Donaldson after that season where you couldn't count on them. You were forced to count on Josh Donaldson at, at the end. He had nothing at the plate. I don't want to hear about his defensive metrics. And I damn sure don't want to hear defensive me- metrics on IKF. We have eyes. We don't need your hidden numbers. We have eyes. We can see. And we also can see the lineup that he was missing out of. So, obviously, like, I'm slowly... Starting to get over it with the Yankees. I just realized it is a different era. It's a different time. I'm glad that when I was a kid, I got to experience those Yankees, right? The Yankees whose superpower was we make more money than y'all. So we can go out and buy who we want. And yeah, this is baseball, no salary cap. We could potentially buy championships like that. That's done. They're being fiscally responsible now. For what? For what? I looked up something today. I think I heard a caller say this. So I went back and looked it up. When I was in the fan cave in 2014, that's when I think I got more obsessed with the Yankees because from 2014 to now, I've probably gone to 300 Yankee games. 
Maybe a little less. I don't know. I, if I sat down and did the math, I know it's it's over 200. Maybe like a little bit over 200 Yankees games in the last eight years. Because in 2014, we weren't allowed to leave the cave and go to the game. So when I got out of the cave the next year, I was a fiend for going back to the stadium. And I've done that for eight years. Also thinking that eventually I'd go to a season where I watch 40 games in person and watch the World Series live. I don't know. I don't think that's crazy to believe or think. In 2014, the New York Yankees were worth $2.5 billion eight years ago. And the Yankees now are valued way more than that. I'm not getting the numbers that I had now. I know they're like worth like six, seven billion now. So in that time, in the eight years, right, in 2014, if you think back, they went and got Jacoby Ellsbury, they went and got Masahiro Tanaka, Carlos Beltran, Brian McCann, and that was all in for farewell captain Derek Jeter's last season. They were all in on that offseason for that. That made you feel five years after a World Series like they were going for it again. It didn't work out. It didn't work out. When did they become fiscally responsible? Like, that term itself, it's like, why? You make enough money that you can go out and buy players. Why are you talking about, oh, we got... We'll see. We'll see if Hal allows Cashman to spend because I I believe not allowing Cashman to spend is where Cashman tries to get creative and find bargain bin guys, make these crafty trades, which, which work out sometimes, right? Jordan Montgomery, Harrison Bader... Uh, you know, Hoy Park and Clay Holmes, uh, Mike Tockman and Wandy Peralta. Sure, great, great deals. But then you try and go for a big trade in an offseason to fix some big holes, and you bring in IKF and Josh Donaldson. Yeah, you get rid of Gary Sanchez. That is addition by subtraction. But a fan favorite in Gio Urshela is out, and he has a better year than this guy Josh Donaldson had. And you're going to keep selling to us that that was the right move, that you have faith in these guys because you're locked into another year of those guys. Those guys can't be starters uh, on opening day on the left side of the infield for the Yankees, if you ask me. I think fans, like, this is a, a interesting winter. I think fans are already planning other plans, right? Fans are fed up. You hear the reporters talking to Cashman and Boone about the fans and how the fans Feel And you know what? The fans are going to feel some type of way if Aaron Judge is not re-signed. And more and more, I'm starting to think there's a almost like window right here for Judge to escape, right? Like, it's not almost. It is. This is a chance for Judge to get away from this nonsense. Get away from this doing the same things over and over again and expecting different results. He's done it. He's been here since 2016. And if they play around and they don't outbid San Francisco or even the Dodgers or whoever else, why wouldn't Judge just say, all right, I'm out, and not even give it too much time to negotiate? Good luck, because the Yankees without Aaron Judge are nothing, and if the Yankees stick to what they at least said today, and I know they say a lot of things, and, and it's a long winter and offseason, and you know free agents can be signed and things can change, but you know, I just feel like they're content. And if they don't go out and sign Judge and add to that, which is going to cost money, fans are going to be upset, and it's going to be a different vibe around this team going into next year. So we we got a bunch to talk about, man. I got notes from the uh, you know couple things that I caught right with, with with Cashman and Boone. Oh, it's about the process, not the results. What are you talking about, bro? Everything is results. 
What other business do you do you get a raise because your process is good? It's about the end result. What do you do at the end of it? What did you produce? That's what we judge you on. So to hear that, oh, it's about guys that have the right process. Well, then we're never winning anything again. And I think I've grown out of it. I don't believe in Santa Claus anymore. Peter Pan's got to grow up someday, right? Keith McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666. All the sports and more when we come back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.